Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who holds space for any earthling as they reunite body and soul. I'm a bridge for relationships between all species so that the heart bond becomes stronger, deeper, and more loving. I serve in the roles of animal communicator, medium, and medical intuitive, and I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support all earthlings in their recovery from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals I View podcast. If I had one wish for all of you the day after Valentine's Day, that would be to experience all of the magic that the universe has in store for you. And maybe not all at once, because you might not be able to stand it all at once. (laughs) And then again, I'll leave that up to you. For me, I get jazzed every single time. I hear from the universe in all ways, big and small, and honestly, at least half of the time it leaves me scratching my head. Not about the message itself, it's more often, well, what do I do with this piece of information? Because there's the timing issue, right? With situations, people, and places on this planet of ours that has less to do with human experience than it does with our soul path. And I'm quite certain that the universe thinks, oh my God, this is the perfect timing to impart this jewel of a piece of information to this lovely soul down on planet Earth because the universe is timeless. And the timing of the soul path down here on planet Earth, as far as how it aligns with human experience, that's the key, which is funny, really. Because we try so dang hard in human experience with all of our doing and our praying and our doing. And honestly, I think that most of what's coming our way, we have little control over it because it's based on the soul path. And as I am fond of saying, soul path is way above my pay grade. Sure, we can pay attention as much as possible to these soul messages from the universe, but if our perspective is from that of how we're doing on the planet, half of the time we might think that the information we're given is pie in the sky and something maybe to dream about doing one day. Of course, we can pin our hopes on that and work toward it, yet because this planet's design is one of unified duality, it could also be a bit of two steps forward, one step back. We can also return to the pie in the sky and hold it so close to our heart and never share it with anyone thinking, well, at least I have this one lovely thought to comfort me when I just don't think that that's doable for me in this lifetime. As the animals would and do remind us every single moment of every single day, it's all about the choices one makes and listening to and flowing with energy. And gosh, don't they make it all sound so easy? I would run out of fingers and toes to use to tell you how often I thought to myself, self, that seemed to be a pretty clear piece of information coming in from Yield Universe, and that same self would answer, yeah, but how many times have we not known when or how to apply that information? Myself would naturally answer back because, well, I'd like to think I'm a good conversationalist, thanks to Gemini Rising, and that answer would be, That's true, and yet there have also been times when it's been as clear as day about when and how to apply that information. Don't you think it might be a good idea to follow this one through just this one time? I will also sometimes hear in the clairaudient way, 
Are you sure you want to do this or that? Which, of course, is like the universe giving me a baby gate before I tumble down the stairs (laughs) or before I stick my fingers into an outlet on the wall in the way of babies everywhere. And that's a crazy thing, right? With trying to morph somehow the piercingly direct... I'm sure they think so, information from the universe into this human experience on the planet whose design makes us think that it's all a crapshoot anyway. Because in truth, we've got so many belief systems and human-centric thought processes that tell us what to do in certain situations. Like if you have a baby who can't walk yet, you do need to put up the baby gates and put protective covers over the outlets. The traditional thinking in human experience is that someone who doesn't know how to walk well or at all needs to be protected. And that same someone will also learn about electrical outlets in, say, maybe four to six years, and that they need to be protected because they can't know what they don't know. Then again, that young toddler who is learning to walk might benefit from a new challenge such as taking on the stairs because they've learned to open up the baby gate, dang it. (laughs) Or they're already four and have started plugging in their own iPad for charging. So this is a good time to tell them to not experiment with other items such as a fork because they need that widening of information about the outlet they use. It's interesting that this last is likely how the universe thinks, or so I think with all of us in human experience, that we need to be protected. I would be a big fan of that kind of protection. And maybe the universe sees that Sarah or Heather or Judy are ready for new steps forward on their journey because they've already mastered where they are. If that's how we are in human experience as we learn when young, why aren't we doing more of that when we're older? Why are we so resistant during the adult part of our lives when the universe gives us a heads up about the next steps or the next direction on our life path? And we say, well, I can see the direction this is heading and I'll tell you what, it's not possible, I'm not ready, this can't be happening, it's not to be believed, yada, yada, yada. Cue more of the self-talk when we inadvertently shoot ourselves in the foot because we want answers and not mysterious word poems or flashes of clairvoyance or clairsentience or or claircognizance or any of the clairs, which is French. Did, Did you know that for clear? So actually it translates to clear hearing, clear vision, clear feeling, clear knowing. Imagine that. I heard a woman say at a talk about star lineages once that, quote, earth is a tough gig. Amen, sister, amen. Do we make it harder than it has to be, though? And what can we do about following the guidance from the universe and fearing, because it is a fear, that this is just our imagination or worse, that we're crazy? I know that you all have heard me say before that I know just enough about astrology to be dangerous, which means not very much. I keep half an ear open for the planets being in transit and want to be ready to give Mercury all the love when it goes retrograde. I saw a very funny t-shirt that I think I'm going to have to get, which had a photo of the planet Pluto on it with the saying, quote, remember Pluto, 1930 to 2006, like a memorial of sorts. Another one said, quote, when I was your age, we had nine planets, which was also very funny. To be honest, I don't see the logic behind it because all they've done is say... Pluto is now a dwarf planet instead of a planet, which also is 
frankly kind of offensive. It has moons and mountains and even glaciers, so why the little person designation? At any rate, my body seems to tell me when the planets are going to be moving about a week or so before they move, and I think if it's applicable to me. I'll hear something or feel something, and a week or two later it's, oh yeah, I remember that now. (laughs) So before Pluto went direct for the next 20 years, I heard a very clear female voice saying, no more sorrows, no more tears, no more worries, no more fears. And it wasn't necessarily the kind of human experience guidance that I usually get. It seemed more substantial to that, and my body recognized it as more substantial. Well, I came to find out that because my sun sign is in Capricorn and as a cardinal sign, likely for the rest of my life, things will be rather sunny for this experience on Earth. There wasn't the usual self-talk, yet I remain cautiously optimistic as there are several professional and personal irons in the fire that I've yet to see to completion. So again, cautiously optimistic. And I can let that message remain with me so that when a few more worries or sorrows do come in, I won't raise my fist and say, curse you universe, you lied to me again, because A, I'm just not that way, and B, I know enough to remember the soul path and timing thingy. Just this past week, I felt dragon come in, and I was quite surprised about that. I felt a large energy presence and a weird kind of lick along my cheek that was also super warm, and then a quick flash of a dragon in all their fiery fabulousness. I was taken aback a bit, they're not a usual visitor of mine, and didn't really think any more about it beyond, oh, that's cool, Dragon came for a visit, I wonder why. Well, indeed, as it is the year of the dragon that I learned about, like Pluto, after the energy interaction, I thought it was really cute and fun of Dragon to say hello, if we can use dragon and cute in the same sentence. And at the same time, there's no way I'm going to overlook that kind of energy swinging by, because surely there's a purpose behind their actions. So I'll tuck this one away or write it down, which is what I usually do, to make sure my tired brain remembers all these things. And when I do forget and get frustrated about that, I often hear a voice that says, you'll remember when you need to, and I do. If you're just at the beginning of your journey with energy or anywhere on that spectrum, really, I can tell you that your, we'll call it intuition for the time being, is absolutely present to serve you. Your body came equipped with this superpower for a reason, so get behind the wheel of this thing and drive it. It's all so easy to get stuck in self-editing the information that comes in and think that it is your imagination. Like any child, though, that is experiencing something fun that they don't want to end, they say again, or again, or some variation of the word again. Sometimes so often that the adult will get tired way before the child does of playing this game or swinging them up in the air. Your intuition will usually respond to your directive of again, meaning, please repeat the information. Your imagination will not. It will fritter off to someplace else. And I say, usually respond, (laughs) because the universe is not going to get in the way of free will, and your choices reign supreme on this planet. Sometimes the information will be so surprising and potentially impactful that I think they think, well, I already said it once, I'm not going to repeat it again. Or it could be that another phrasing of information comes through. 
I would say the same for the radio station in your head. Do you know the one I mean? It will be the lyrics to a song that you haven't heard before, or maybe you have, that is another message from Yield Universe. If you're not paying attention or haven't figured out where to apply that information, the volume may be turned up and you literally won't be able to get that song out of your head. What fun, right? (laughs) Along with the self-editing, though, is the unwillingness to trust this partnership with the universe. I would love to be able to tell you that it gets a lot easier, and I guess it does a little. Like any muscle, the more you exercise this one, the stronger it gets until some days you're wanting to say, all right already, I heard you the first time, and know what a wonderful thing that is. The bottom line is to keep at it. Lean into the information you're getting and stay ready for surprises. Ask for the information to be repeated if it's not clear to you, and don't worry if it's not. A quote attributed to Albert Einstein, It's easier to believe than not believe. In doing so, you move everything into the realm of possibility. And I would encourage you to substitute the word trust. So the quote would go, It's easier to trust the universe than not trust. In doing so, you move everything into the realm of possibility. And at least that's how the animals and I see it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. To schedule online, go to lazanflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, X Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I encourage you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events, the starting date of courses in the Animals I View Academy, and online psychic fairs. The episodes of this podcast are available on my YouTube channel, complete with subtitles. You'll find that link in my podcast footer, and be sure to subscribe. This has been the Animals I View podcast. I'll see you next time.